At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Trainer. Thanks so much for joining me here with my producer, Brandon Nix. Good show for you today. We have Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network on to discuss what his life is like covering the league and being a reporter who has to break transactions constantly. And uh, Ian made some very interesting comments, I thought, about Adam Schefter and their relationship. And Ian only has one phone. A little spoiler there for you, but I want you to keep listening, so check that out. A couple of things. I didn't get into it last week because I wanted to get right into Jim Nance, who was on, and uh, that was a long interview, hour and 15 minutes. Great feedback, great response. We've had great amount of downloads to it, so I thank everyone so much for listening. It's been interesting because I've heard uh, a lot of people say they thought Nance was as good as they've ever heard. They loved the interview. And then I had a handful of people saying that like they thought Nance came off a little arrogant, a little salty. I thought he was real. I didn't take it like that as the host, but maybe I should go back and listen. But if you haven't listened to Jim Nance, listen to it and hit me up on Twitter with some feedback because I'm curious because I've gotten... A lot of mixed on people love the interview. The mixed reaction comes on what Nance's sort of attitude was like. I I thought he was great. I didn't think he could be more open than he was. Got into a lot of stuff. Um, So check out Jim Nance in the archives. We also debuted our new music last week. New intro music, thanks to my producer, Brandon. I've been begging for new music for weeks, months. Finally got it. So um, I should have made note of that last week, but I did not. Go ahead, Brandon. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. It, it needed to be done. Um, but I wanted to get right into Nance because, like I said, that was a long interview, so I appreciate everyone sticking with it. Ian's on uh, for about 40 minutes, so we'll get you in and out quick today. And then next week we'll have Mike Breen on from ABC slash ESPN who's calling the NBA playoffs. We'll call the NBA finals. So if you are not a subscriber, hit the button, tap the button, subscribe, subscribe, and subscribe. All right, no more wasting of your time. Let's get right to NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport on the SI Media Podcast. All right, joining me now, NFL Network Insider, first time on the SI Media Podcast. Very happy he agreed to do this. Ian Rappaport, who has been busy the last week. Ian, how are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. 
My pleasure. Are you uh, rested from the draft? <laughs> um, it usually, it's always a weird thing because, like, you spend the, you know, probably two and a half or three weeks before the draft, like, just on the phone the whole time, right? So, like, you know, I end up with probably, like, 30 pages of notes, of just stuff. And so you get so used to every time you're not on the air, just kind of being on the phone, that that transition is kind of weird. So, like, I feel good. I, uh, I got, you know, woke up really early during the draft, but it's not like you party during that week anyway. So I feel rested. It's just the weirdness of not being on the phone 100% of the time. But I, that always takes, like, two or three days to get used to. I don't know about that not partying thing if you watch your colleagues there on Good Morning Football. They look like they uh... – Especially my guy Kyle. I mean, there. I may have gone out and <laughs> had a drink or two. I may have right. gone to, you know, the hot chicken place or, you know, I'm just saying it's like, you, usually it's it's working dinner. So you right. go out, you have a couple of drinks and you talk to sources and you see what the hell is going to happen on Thursday and Friday. And, you know, it, it, it makes for a really good week. And I think for me, like, this is my favorite thing that we do as like a football community. Uh, you mentioned your phone. How many phones do you have? I only have one. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I, I I never bought into the multi-phone thing. Like, it's not like I have more pockets, right? So, you know, I have my left pocket is for my wallet and a couple other assorted things. My right pocket is for my phone. Like, I don't, I'm not going to put it in my back pocket. But you have. So what I do is I have my phone. I, I now have AirPods um, so I can tweet while talking to someone. And then I have my computer where I can text from my computer. So a lot of times what it is is talking on the phone and then texting or tweeting from the computer. Gotcha. I was going to say, if you only have one phone, the way you use it, that that thing has to be charging 24-7, basically. I hope you have a good charger at least. Yeah, I actually do. My wife got me one of those where it, uh, it kind of like charges by the touch so it sits up so it yeah. looks at me. So, like, my workstation, which looks, of course, pretty ridiculous, computer that I can text from, phone, AirPods, and then usually one ear in from TV, right? and then, like, kind of looking around all the time, making sure that no one else is calling me or texting me. It's a very weird life. Uh, now, right, exactly. Kind of phone, like, so. we're going to chat here for about 30, 40 minutes. Uh, you know, are you nervous that you may get an incoming text or call that you need to take? I would imagine doing podcasts and being sort of out of, uh, not out of pocket, but unable to be completely on top of the phone for half an hour has got to stress you out a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, but so what I'll do is like, you know, I'll, I'll talk and I'll kind of hold my phone or, or while someone's asking me a question, I'll kind of check and make sure like, all right, is this, you know, is this text something that I need to take right now? You know, because one thing that's kind of weird is, you know, people always ask me, like, you know, how do you get your stories? Like, you know, how do you kind of do what you do? And what a lot of times it is is a nonstop conversation with, like, a varying group of 50 or 100 or 200 football people, right. agents, executives, coaches, whoever. And so these people kind of talk to you all the time. And you can never quite tell what's like big news or what's just nothing. So like there are a couple phone calls that I will take a hundred percent of the time. And sometimes it's someone just calling a BS or chit chat. Right. And sometimes it's like, Hey, this guy tore his ACL. You need to report it. So, so, uh, and you can never tell. So you sort of always have to get it or always have to look. 
So since you mentioned that, I'm just, I don't know if you want to shed light on this. If you don't want to, you don't have to, but I am curious and I, I think listeners would be curious. There, there's many times where something will happen in the NFL, some sort of transaction where, you know, Joe Smith signs a three-year deal for $100 million and you mm-hmm. and Schefter will have it basically, maybe one will have it five seconds before the other, one will have it five seconds after, it varies. When something like that happens, is it do you, is it usually the same source going to both of you? Is it both of you following up on a lead? How does it happen where you get the same thing at the same time? Um, that's a good question. I mean, sometimes there are like, uh, you know, I would say like somewhat frequently there are people who will text both of us. Okay. And just like one after the other or people will, you know, because a lot of times like what, what he does a good job of and what I think I do a good job of is knowing what stories are coming, like knowing what contracts are coming. Like I think, you know, I could tell that he and I were both on the Frank Clark trade this past week. So, you know, we, I mean, I could just, I knew he was on it and I knew I was on it. And I was, I had the terms beforehand and I was, you know, fairly certain he probably had the terms too. You sort of just wait till it's done to report it. And, you know, I, so I reported it that, they're deep in talks and getting closer. I went on TV. I said, it's done. And when I said it's done, he tweeted, it's done basically exactly the same time. So like my guess is, you know, we're both on it and we're sort of waiting for the same word from the same people. And that, you know, that happens. And now we each have a different people and there are some stories that one of us will have just completely out of the blue or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. But, and I've never actually talked about this, nor probably would I ever, but um, I just, this is my, sort of supposition that like we're usually sort of on a lot of the same stuff. And so people will be like, all right, because you're on it, here's this. And then they'll they'll give it to both of us or, you know, me, him and someone else or me, him and a local reporter or two or whatever it is. But usually like if you're on it, people are pretty good about being like, well, since you knew this was coming, here's this story. Since you said, um, Obviously, you've never spoken to him about this. I'm just curious, what is your relationship like? Is it a healthy rivalry? Would you say you're friends? Are you competitive? How do you view shit? Because you guys are, listen, you could say the local guys, they do get stories, and but you guys are the top two. There's, I don't think anyone will question that. So I'm curious what your personal relationship is. Do you hate his guts? Um, it's, <laughs> it, I would say very professional, um, cordial. You know, like we sat across from each other uh, on uh, on our plane on the way back from Nashville, and unless I'm crazy, like it didn't seem awkward or weird. Like we kind of you know chit chat and right. um, you know there's been a couple moments where we sort of like commiserated about the same you know person who feels a certain way about both of us or something like that. Right. Um, you know, and so like it's weird because you know there are definitely things that only he and I can relate to, or maybe just a smaller, small handful of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're also extremely competitive, right? Um, and so I would imagine we're probably never going to be friends, nor could we be. But uh, I think that there's a pretty good respect there because you're right. Like, there's not a lot of guys that do it, and you know, we also, as much as I, and I'm sure he hates, you know, crediting someone else with a big story. Like we both do it, you know? So that sort of, to me, like, that's kind of like, here's the respect, you know, like the credit when you break a a big story here, you know, as first reported by whoever. Um, So I think that's kind of, um, that's kind of where that comes from. 
I'm, I'm debating in my head um, if I want to go off on I, a whole. I have to pause because I'm getting a call. And yeah, yeah. Just hang on one second. All right. Leave, leave it rolling. Leave it rolling. Because let's see how long it takes. I'm here with my producer, Brandon. If this is an NFL call, I'm going to ask him right away who it was. I want the listeners to know that he's taking a call in the middle of the podcast, so it has to be a good one. Let's see now if he's going to keep me on hold for a while. Then maybe we get like a trade or a signing coming. The fact that he hasn't been back already could be about his aluminum siding. Ian said he may have to take a, may have to let the uh, people in to fix his aluminum siding. So this call could be that, or it could be NFL related. Let's. I'm thinking by the length, it's NFL related. I'm gonna see if it is a big thing. I'm gonna try to get him to break the news right here on the SI Media podcast, since he's putting me on hold while we're taping. He also could be listening to this whole thing. Let's see. Maybe it was Belichick. Maybe it's the NFL about Tyreek Hill. It's got to be big. All right. It's gone on too long. We'll probably have to edit this out. Sorry about that. That's okay. Was that an NFL call? Uh, no, it was the uh, fighting guy. The aluminum. St- I, it I, is, I was telling, it is funny. I was telling I the listeners. Like, it is funny. Yeah. You can hear me okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was talking okay. to the listeners while you were on hold. I said maybe it's like a something. About, maybe it's Belichick. Maybe it's something about Tyreek Hill. <laughs> but it's about the aluminum siding. Uh, yeah, and and like I would say, like one of the weird things about my job is everyone always assumes it's a source, and a lot of times it is. Right. But sometimes there are real life things that have to happen, and people always are very weird about it. You know, like yeah, yeah shit happens. I mean, you got to live your life and deal with you know doctors and house stuff and carpooling yeah. if you have kids and, like, and yeah my, my wife is currently shopping for a bow tie for me for the derby so oh. i need to handle the aluminum signing guy okay i uh, i mean you really should handle both if i'm being honest go get your own bow tie and come on don't you want to i mean she's know. going she's got to get a hat so she's going to oh, try okay. to pick me up a bow tie makes sense you know. is this your first derby it is Okay, it's exciting. Now, I, I saw, I'm going to go way off the reservation here and then we'll get back to it, but I saw that like okay. all the Patriot bros are going to be there, right? Brady, Gronk, Amendola, yeah. Edelman. Do you, now, right. you're a former Patriot beat reporter. Do you have a relationship with those guys? Will you, will you hang with them or will they shun you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I have, you know, I'm, I'm friendly with a lot of those guys. Um, I would now when you cover the Patriots is different because, and I'm right. you know for other teams like there are players that I'm friendly with when you cover the Patriots at least the way I did it there was definitely an understanding that Belichick does not want you talking to the players so like I would definitely talk to some right but I would make sure it was not obvious and always like like not like I would never if I was real friendly with someone I wouldn't like you know, go hang at their locker for right. an hour so everyone would knew I was, knew I was friends with them because I would just get them in trouble. No, I mean, I'm I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big athlete. I'm not a big <laughs> player guy. Right. Um, I mean, I'm friendly with some players, but I would say I'm more like coaches, GMs, agents. So, like, if I see them, I'm I'm, I'm sure it'll, it'll be good to see them. We'll say hello and everything. But I'm not going to be one of those guys that's going to seek out uh, seek out those guys. No, I mean, I'm sounds like we'll probably end up at some of the same parties. Um, so I'm sure I'll say hello, but uh, definitely we'll make a big deal do, of it. Do you have a friendly relationship with Amendola? Uh, him, I don't know great uh, I was gonna, because uh, 
we didn't really intersect in New England. Okay, I was we, gonna, we know a lot of the same people, but we don't know him. Right. If you were friendly with him, I was going to say, make sure like you're a good friend and tell him to stay off Instagram because he can't handle it based <laughs> off what we saw last week with Man, Olivia Culpo. Celebrity life is weird. It's uh, it is. It is a different deal. That was as that was deal. that was as good as that was as good of a player Instagram meltdown as I've, as I've seen in a long, long time. I have to say. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. Um, now, I guess that's what it, you know when you when you're sort of a celebrity who doesn't like being a celebrity, and <laughs> you have a girlfriend who does like being a celebrity. Um, I would imagine that's that's difficult, and like you know, it's almost like this is, and I I probably catch like one percent of it, you know, like yeah. literally one percent of what these people deal with. Like yeah. I get recognized, but mostly I get like stared at, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a very strange world, and if you don't want to be out there, uh, you know, I yeah. I definitely get it. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was quite a way to show the world that you don't want publicity and to be in the public eye. I must say that Instagram post about his <laughs> Um, I certainly agree with that. Yeah. Let, all right. So let's go back to before you got that call. You were telling us about your relationship with Schefter. I, I, I'm just curious for yourself personally. What was? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold hold on. Hold on. Hold on okay. One hold on one okay. Second. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sorry about that. That's okay. That's no, okay. Not. That's okay. So we were talking earlier about your relationship with Schefter and and the competitiveness there. I'm just curious for yourself, uh, what story that you what story that you broke gave you the biggest high, the biggest rush when you when you sent it out on Twitter and was the one that really uh, gave you a little uh, adrenaline. Well, I think for me, um, you know, it's always it is always odd because. Um, Every story you break, there's one coming that you're going to get beat on. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, so every time I'll, I'll think to myself or God forbid, I'll text like my buddies like Garrett Bowe and Pelissero work with me, you know, something that great that's happened. They're always like, stop because, <laughs> you know, it all, it all comes around. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, I would say I broke that Lovey Smith was getting fired. Okay. And it was kind of like on my like trial 
where they thought NFL Network thought I was going to be insider, but hadn't officially like appointed me that, and I hadn't been announced. And they were like, "We'd like you to do, you know, the day after the season, which we used to call Black Monday, but we don't anymore." Um, you know, we'd like, we haven't broken a firing in like three years. You know, we'd like you to break one. And I worked like crazy and, and I ended up breaking Lovey Smith getting fired, which was a big surprise. And for me, that was like a big, even though it's weird because it's horrible for him right? and ended up changing his life forever. For me, it was like, okay, I can, I can actually do this. Yeah. So that was big for me. Um, there's been, you know, there's been some other, I think, uh, now we can talk about after this, the stories where I got crushed on, which is not as exciting. Um, Smell. but you know, the, <laughs> there's been some others that just sort of stand out in my mind. Uh, I broke Deshaun Watson tearing his ACL, which is terrible. And he's such a great kid. And I know he and I know a lot of the same people and I like the Texan people a lot. And so it was a horrible story but no one knew anything about it. So it was like a complete and utter surprise. And I think that was one that just probably went the craziest. Right. Um, because he's like, he was like such a rock star and having such a great season that it was like such a shock and so horrible. So that, you know, that definitely hit among the biggest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Let's, let's, I just want to, I just want to clarify. Uh, I, let me clarify for anyone listening out there who's going to sure. then come back and give you shit for this. I just want to, ISD and the one that gives sure. him the most adrenaline, the most rush. He's telling you that Deshaun Watson was one that was a big, big in terms of the reaction and the surprise. It didn't give Ian a rush. So right. don't, don't send right. any tweets, I mean, please. And that's what's sort of weird about yeah. it is like sometimes you have to break horrible news. Right. Um, right. Now, I mean, I would like there's there's others that were more fun. Um, getting the Josh Gordon to New England trade um, was one where I was like. You know, it, it was it was a shock, and it was so hard to actually get, like so hard to nail it down and like is that because actually the figure out what was happening? Is that because the that when I did, I was is really that about it? Is that because the Patriots were involved? Patriots were involved, um, and I don't think at the time that he had an agent. Oh, Either okay. he had just fired his agent, or he was not really close with one. So and. And the Patriots were involved, and you know the, the uh, certainly the Browns were not, you know, really helping with information uh, mm. considering their relationship with Josh. So that was just that was tough to actually get. Um, sort of similar with the during the draft a couple of years ago, we broke Marshawn Lynch. Me and Garofalo did getting traded to the Raiders, right? And it was so impossible to get because he was in Haiti, and no one actually knew the trade was happening but no one actually knew if he was going to get on the plane and fly back to Oakland because if he didn't and he didn't pass the physical in time for the draft, then he was going to stay retired and there was going to be no trade. So like figuring out whether or not he actually got on the plane and then being able to break a trade was probably the most fun and the craziest. And at that point, you know, again, like my life is weird. So that was at seven in the morning and you're like, okay, great. We broke the trade. And then it's like, okay, you got to get to a camera. So I had to like hurry up and get dressed as fast as I humanly possibly could race to somewhere in Chicago, I think, and stand in front of a camera at like seven fifteen in the morning. At bed three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Right, Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot, fast, and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And give me the flip side now. What was a story you had that you didn't go with for whatever reason, and then someone else gets it and breaks it while you, you know, may have missed it by a few seconds or minute? Um, I'll give you. Well, there's like, unfortunately, there's there's like, oh, there's a lot of the as many <laughs> of the good like the ones where I've had the good fortune to break. There's others where like, like how the hell is this? How the hell did this happen? Um, I would say the one that's most infuriating, yeah, like the one I still get pissed about, just thinking about it now, um, was I, I had two boys, four and five. Mm-hmm. And when my oldest was about four months, five months, he was, he was very difficult and very whiny. I didn't realize at the time I thought all babies were like this, but he was very difficult. Um, and I'm sitting on the couch, I'm watching college football, like a bowl game or something, and it's after the season, and the Bucks are trying to hire a coach, and I'm watching with Max, my oldest, and he's being whiny, and I tell Leah, my wife, I'm like, I'm going to take Max up and change him, maybe he needs a diaper. So I, I like had put my phone down because everyone was texting me about a game that I was like 10 minutes behind because I was watching on TiVo. So I put my phone uh, down, I took Max uh-huh. upstairs, I'm like, shoot. I forgot my phone. I'm like, Leah, can you bring him my phone when you get done washing bottles? She said, sure. So I changed Max, and she comes racing up. She said, your phone rang twice, Uh-oh. same number. And, like, you know, your heart just, like, stops, like, shoot. And I called the person back. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, the Bucks are hiring Lovey. I go, oh, no. Did anyone break it? He goes, yeah, Glazer, just put it out. Where were you? I called you twice. I'm like, oh my god. And you know, I had you know, you work so long for these like scoops, and I missed it because I took my son up to change him. And I, you know, you deal with so many like highs and so many crushing lows that I, you know, it's like the bad ones are bad, but you sort of get numb to it, right, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was probably the most upset I've been. Um, for like something I worked so long for and then got beat on. And I was like, not yelling, but I was really upset. And my wife had to give me a stern talking to like, look, if you miss a story because you're changing your son, like, I think you'll be okay. Was that, was that, that, was, that was probably when I felt the worst. Was that the last diaper you ever changed? <laughs> no. I changed 
the the amount of diapers I've changed would like you could you could take those diapers and fill like a freaking swimming I, pool. I hope you don't use this against your son in the you know your son wants you know needs to get a car your son needs to get this your son you know oh by the way no you <laughs> cost me the Lovey Smith scoop. No, but I will say that uh, I now I never put my phone down. Like, and it's sort of like <laughs> the whole story is kind of funny, especially now that like, you know, my career has gone fine and right. it's one story and I, you know, I credited Glazer and I, I moved on, but I never just put my phone down. I just, just take it with me all the time because it's, you know, it's, I mean, I, I I'll give you another, like, this is a very, very small example. So sure. I reported uh, during Super Bowl that the Eagles were going to pick up Nick Foles as an option and then it was Basically, the expectation was Foles was going to decline it, uh, and they opt his way out. And I put my phone on the counter, and I'm brushing my teeth, and I get a text, and the text says basically that Foles is opting out. And I was brushing my teeth, and I did something else, and I missed it, and I was three minutes late on a story that I had. And I'm like, okay, never going to put my phone down. And I literally just put it three feet away from me, but, you know. This is the life that we've chosen. You can't take care of your kids. You can't brush your teeth. What kind of life is this, Ian? <laughs> what kind of life have you chosen? I, I, it's a lot of fun sometimes. Yeah. If it didn't, if I'm not, and I don't, I, I, I probably shouldn't bring up Schefter so much since your competitors, but didn't he recent? I think he recently gave an interview where he said, he talked about the stress and the anxiety of the job. Do you feel that as well? I mean, or do you handle it differently? I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it's worth um, having physical, you know, issues over or mental nah, issues. Nah, I mean, I, I really like my job. Yeah. Um, and like, again, like it is weird. Um, but there are a lot of positives. Like I get to win a lot and I get to talk about football for a living. Right. And I get to work from home in a studio in my basement, which means I can be on at any time, but also means, uh, you know, I get to work from my house. Right. Um, I, I think I handle it okay. Like I've done a much, much better job over the last three or four years, especially as the kids have grown up, of understanding when to chill and when to to go crazy. You know, like right. when we're sitting on the couch and we're watching, you know, blind spot or something, I put my phone next to me and I don't look at it. And because like, I used to sit on the couch and just scroll through Twitter and my wife would be like, What are you doing? Like if you're if you're missing something now, you got beat anyway. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what? It's actually a good point. Yeah. Um, so I don't scroll through my phone when I'm sitting on the couch at nine o'clock at night. Right. Um, when like during the off season, like basically now through July, I try to play golf and I try to like actually use, like I'll force myself to take five days off after Super Bowl and after draft and take time off before the seat. So like I force myself to have these small pockets of time to be a normal person. Right. And, and it really helps because then, you know, cause let's say by the like middle of July, I'm ready to roll. Like I'm well, like, that, All right, let's get these training camps happening. Like it's, you know, so that's, that's what I kind of do better is, is make myself step back when there's nothing really happening. Yeah. And there's much. not, there's not a big window for that in the NFL. It's so year round now. And you just saw with the draft, the ridiculous over the top hype. And now the combine is a ridiculously overhyped thing. And the Super Bowl for two weeks is insane, but then you still have the regular season, which to me is what it's all about. And I feel like that gets lost in the shuffle, but training camps and all that <laughs> before we get, uh, before we get into all that, I'm curious. Cause you mentioned, uh, um, there's a lot of positive. You get some negatives. I don't know if you think this is a negative. I'm curious for your take as someone who 
you're one of the people who probably gets it more than um, most writers outside of maybe, you know, with along with a couple of the baseball writers. But your take on or how you feel about all of the fake Ian Rappaport accounts that sometimes burn <laughs> other reporters. I have been now I don't want to sit here and be a phony. I have said numerous times I love fake reporter accounts. I'm pro fake reporter accounts. I think it's glorious when someone gets tricked. But you are a reporter and you know I I would imagine you may feel a little differently, but give me uh cuz like I said it's usually you know like a fake John Heyman, a fake um, there's Ardarn Schefter, and then because you have those O's in your name, so many people can go to town with changing them to zeros. Give me the give me Ian Rappaport's uh, response to the fake Ian Rappaport's that prop crop up all the time. I think it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it does happen where um, where you know GMs or agents will call me and be like, "How could you report this?" And wow, like, what really? Are you talking about? And they tell me something crazy, and I'm like, hang on. Are you sure I reported it? I'm like, it says your name. I'm like, yes. Do you check for the blue check mark? Right. I'm like, oh, man. I'm sorry. And it's usually like, you know, my player's mom called him, or like, <laughs> you know, my, my client's sister, or something like that, where it's some relative has seen something online where they freak out. And I'm like, yeah, like, I didn't. I definitely didn't report that. Do you have a specific? Um, so you have a, sp a specific. You know, having to reassure people that yeah. it what you know that I didn't actually do it is kind of funny, um, but I you know I get a kick out of it, um, and it's not my fault, and I'm never going to stop it. So right. the can't... only thing that like really happens bad is when you know fake Schefter will report something crazy, and my heart heart will stop <laughs> for a second. I'm like, oh, fake. Okay, we're good. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What do you, Could you share a specific story where a fake Ian Rappaport got someone in the league or someone important to call you? Do you have a, is there a specific instance? Um, oh, man. Um... I mean, I'll give you one example that sure. was, um, that was, you know, didn't get me in trouble, but was like very real. 
So when Steve Smith, now my uh, illustrious, loquacious colleague, when he, he was playing for the Ravens and he went down in a game and it looked like um, it looked like he hurt his ankle or Achilles. And fake Ian Rappaport reported Steve Smith tore his Achilles out for the season. And someone at CBS gave, um, I think it was Jamie Erdahl, my report, and she says, according to Ian Rappaport, Steve Smith tore his Achilles. Wow. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't say that at all. And it was fake. And so they had to come back and correct it. Um, like, sorry, we got duped by a fake account, which, like, you know, wasn't my fault. And then me and Jamie took a nice selfie when I started the Super Bowl later in that year. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Steve actually did tear his Achilles, was out for the season, and if no one had corrected it, then I would have broken the story first, even though it was a fake me. What, you know. But what, was it? Tw- did it happen that day that they reported it? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I love, yeah, I love like that whole thing of a fake Ian Rappaport getting reported on CBS by J- like that's, I love that. That to me is as good as it gets. I'm sorry. Sorry for all the reporters out there. <laughs> it was, it was pretty great. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we, we mentioned earlier that you were the Patriot beat reporter for three years there, 09 to 2012. And you have a mm-hmm. podcast rap sheet and friends on wherever you can find podcasts and your first guest yeah go ahead do the plug every what go ahead yeah everywhere you can find podcasts it's it's, tell you what it's one of the great podcasts in sports i will say there you go now i don't listen to any others i just assume so and your first guest was bill belichick was that a tough Mm -hmm. booking or did that go back to your days covering bill 2009 2012 and you were able to just you know get him on the horn and we know bill loves to chat we know bill loves interviews Uh, i assume that was an easy booking uh, it was actually a relatively easy booking. Yeah, I mean, I kind of just, I kind of just asked, and you know, and it's, it's, it's sort of, it's a nice thing for people to do where you're like, look, it's my first, you know, it's my first podcast. It'd be cool if you came on. Not a big deal. Like I'll live, but it'd be kind of cool. And he and the Patriots were just like, yeah. And so, you know, it was, it was fun. Now I would say I was, I know I don't get nervous doing any of this stuff now, but I was right. legitimately nervous then. Because first of all, it was my first time using the equipment. Right. And I didn't want to like screw it up and be like, hey, Bill, uh, appreciate you doing that. But, you know, the interview didn't work or something. Yeah. You know, that was like my nightmare. Um, yeah, I can and relate. And also, you know, he goes about 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it. But then I'm like watching the clock the whole time because you don't want to keep him, you know, 20 if he says 10. Right. So it ended up being 12. And I had to like cut him off because I'm like, just like, this is awesome. 12 minutes, go. You cut him off? Well, I mean, I was like, you know, I had like a million more questions, but he, I think he would have kept talking, but I'm, right. because he was really getting into it by the end. He told a great story about Brady playing golf, and I'm like, you know what? Like, this has been good. He's given me 12 minutes. That's a lot. We're good. Oh, my God. Why didn't you? No, you go until he hangs up or a PR person gets <laughs> on the phone and tells you to stop. Come on, Ian. That's a bad job no. by you. You got to keep going. I get you. I, I no, totally, I relate I'm, to you. I'm happy with my life decision there. No, see, I had I had Steve Carell on this podcast, I think, in January, and they the PR people were like fifteen minutes only, fifteen minutes only, and in my head, I'm like, I'm going as long until they stop me. And sure enough, though, when the clock, I watched the clock on the computer literally turn from fourteen fifty nine to fifteen minutes, and the PR woman got right on the phone. I was like, we have to end this interview. So it does. I mean, I would, I would imagine that's how the Belichick one would be. But if he keeps going, you got to just keep going with it. 
You make them stop you. Uh, and incur the wrath. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. Um, it's funny. You talk about, um, you know, trying to get some downtime for yourself in this crazy world of covering the NFL. And then, of course, you're doing the podcast. Do you enjoy doing it? Or is, is it like a little bit of an extra something on your plate that you may not need to do? Or it's it's fun and you enjoy it? I really, really like it because yeah. uh, I never get to sort of just talk and joke, you know, because everything in TV is so quick and sort of so buttoned up. Right. And the guys I do it with, I do it with Mike Airfo and, and Tom Pelissero. Um, they, I mean, they're my buddies and we just hang out and talk and make fun of each other and just, you know, talk about football. And we get to really like delve into issues. And, and so I really like it. Booking is hard. Huh. Uh, and obviously we have a great booking staff, yeah. but you know, figuring out who's on what show and who I would end up getting and, you know, it, all of that. And again, like, they're awesome, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing, so they work with me nicely. But the booking and, like, stress of am I going to get a guest or not is difficult. But we've been fortunate to have some good guests, and uh, I really just – I like the process of doing it. I hope it continues. I have to say, you've made me feel very good about myself because – you know, I, you're like the top information guy in the NFL. Everyone, you know, you have what a million, over a million followers, two million, fo- whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you're going through the same exact struggles I go through with a podcast. So it makes me feel a little better because book, booking it <laughs> it's is hard. Because like, booking, if you don't get someone yeah. for a week, you're, well, yeah, you no, know, booking it is rude. booking it is hell, and um, your fear about the equipment. Uh, you know, I, I, I've lost, I think, I mean, I've said this on this podcast. I think I've lost maybe two or three full podcasts. I lost, I taped a one hour podcast last year with Chris Long. That was phenomenal. The guy gave me an hour. Could not have been funnier, could not have been more interesting. And I screwed up the recording. And I, I was almost crying in the studio when I realized I messed it up. Literal tears in the eyes. So I've I, been there. I, I, I feel you on that. Yeah, that sucks. Let, let's talk about I the- lost. I, I interviewed Jim Irsay, owner of the Colts, for 15 minutes at an owner's meeting a story I was reporting on for Sunday where he was great and emailed the, emailed the clip to myself off my phone and it cut off after 25 seconds yeah. for some reason. It's very that's, angry. That, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a it sickening happens. feeling cause it's just, you're completely helpless. Um, yeah. we talked about the NFL season. You have the draft, the combine, the super bowl training camps. What do you like to cover the best? What do you like to cover the least? Um, I love the draft. Um, you don't feel like it's gotten out of, like, you don't feel like it's gotten out of control a little bit. Nah, All don't right. pay attention to the lights. Okay. Focus on the drama. Focus on the who's going where, who's picking, who's trading, which GM is lying to you, which GM's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a poker game. Uh, and I love it. Okay. I mean, and I just, the intensity of the trade, who they trading up for, you know, Ian, we're coming to you and, Three, two, one, and who you know who's making this trade? I mean, it's the best. It's literally the best. Um, I love that, and I love the process of just like figuring out all the information. Free agency is fun, but it's misery because you're just up for you know never sleep. And mm-hmm. you know, I I broke the uh, C.J. Mosley deal with the Jets, which mm-hmm. gave me. Oh yeah, that was like three a.m. Right. Three a.m. Yeah, yeah, and so then you know you're calling people at like five <laughs> and you know i don't want to call these people yeah um but i mean you you know 
it's it's just life. So free agency is fun and it's great when you win, but you also lose because the other guys are good too. Yeah. So that's it's awesome, but it's honestly miserable. Super Bowl is is fun, but there's not a ton of like information, you know, but it's, because there's so much coverage that trying to find anything, like trying to break anything during the Super Bowl is hard. Um, but the you know the actual experience of being there a week is kind of fun, so I like it. The combine is great, but I got to stay out till three in the morning because all of my sources are out till three in the morning. Yeah, and you never know what you're going to get. So like you put your body through hell because I don't want to go into my hotel room because I might miss something. You know what I mean? Interesting. So the combine the is like, and then Sunday mornings on our pregame show, like I love it. I live for those Sunday mornings. Right. But it's also stressful because you're like, what's the other guy's going to have? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, no disrespect, but a lot of it is all just the same, same, same anyway. On all the on all the networks, it's it's hard for someone to stand out with something different on those pregame shows. It yeah. seems so. Yeah, that's uh, it is. that's, and that's tough what too. We, and that's what we battle for, you know. Yeah, there's absolutely. like one the one story for a week that you have and no one else has. That's that's the good stuff, you yeah. know. Uh, give me some. Give me some players you enjoy interviewing. Who are who are who are the players in the league that will not give you the standard quote that may give you a little something interesting, something different, and not the same cookie cutter response. Give me like three or four guys that uh, my listeners should know. Like, look out for these guys. They give you a good quote. They're they're entertaining. Yeah, I don't interview a ton of players. Mm-hmm. Some, but not a ton. Um, I would say. Um, let's see. Uh, now I like interviewing Bruce Arians. Right. Um, good one. I would say he's not a player, obviously, but no, no, that's he's fine. A fun. He's a fun interview. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Juju. He came on my podcast. He was, you know, good dude and liked him. George Kittle. Yeah. Another guy was just like, just a real, a real guy and kind of awesome. Yeah. You know, um, I like talking to, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's, you know, keep to leave those guys mm-hmm. just, you know, just guys who tell you what they really think. I appreciate, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, you just, you want anyone who's going to maybe give you something you don't hear all the time. So th- those are good names. I know yeah, I mean, Kittle's a, Kittle's a character like, kind of, like, I don't know. Like even when people call me up and tell me something that I don't like or pissed off, like just as long as they're real, like I really don't care. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, I, I'm fine. Give me... I can deal with it. Uh, now, uh, you're in a little bit... Uh, now, I don't think you're in that much of a different position than competitors. because You're working for the NFL, so obviously there's going to be some restrictions. you got to toe some lines. I think that's common knowledge. But your competitors, whether it's someone from ESPN or CBS, they're in bed with the NFL too, so I think they got to toe the line a little bit there. Do you think you have to maybe do you think you have maybe a little bit more um so what i'm looking for do you have to be a little more careful because you work for the league as opposed to maybe someone from espn who you know they have a deal with the league or do you um feel like it's an even playing field uh first of all i, I gotta run after this because i gotta pick up my youngest from uh from preschool sounds good but uh i would say to me it's kind of the same like i always hear this stuff about you know, like some people will say, you know, Lego network or whatever. Right. Uh, honestly, to me, it's kind of the same. Like, I can't remember a story over the last eight years where I've not been allowed to report, you know, 
maybe there's, I don't know. I mean, I guess theoretically there's things you stay away from sort of, but like not really. I mean, we, you know, we reported on Robert Kraft's situation. Mm-hmm. We reported on Jim Irsay's situation. You know, there's, um, you know, there, there definitely are, there definitely are news stories that we report on, uh, as everyone else does. Right. You know, so I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a little different, but I feel like everyone has relationships. So, right. I mean, well, I don't know, you sort of, when it's the truth, like the truth sets you free, you know, when it's the truth, there's not much yeah. that anyone can really say. Well, so this, I, to me, I mean, I think it's been mostly kind of like everyone else. Yeah. Well, this isn't on you, but obviously the NFL Network, they took a hit during the draft that first night because they didn't cover Tyree Kill when that audio came out. Now, you know, that's a tough spot there. You got the draft, it's a celebration type of thing. Are they supposed to cover it on the air? People expected you yeah, guys to. I, I mean, I think you know, like, I, that's I not your fault. I definitely don't speak for our decision makers, and I wasn't involved in that process. But I do know the Chiefs also didn't have a pick. Right. Uh, when they were on the clock the next night, we did a Tyreek Hill discussion, and I reported the news and the audio and all that. Yeah. Yep. Just, I mean, I, if, had they had a pick, I don't know what we would have done. Yeah. Uh, my guess is we probably would have discussed it. All right, go get your kid. I appreciate the time. You got to get the kid, and then the guy's coming to do aluminum siding. It's a busy day for uh... the guys. The guys are already here, on, on, and then got a softball game tonight. Oh my. Uh, so we got a lot going on here. You better hope nobody retires or anything like that. You'll be in, be in trouble there. Yeah. Keep that phone Tell close me. by. Keep that phone close by. <laughs> I will. All right. Thank NFL you, I appreciate Network it. Insider, Ian Rapport, also host of the podcast Rap Sheet and Frenzy. And thanks a lot for coming on. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks right. for having me. Take care. All right. My thanks to the very busy Ian Rappaport, even in the off season, for spending some time here on the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. Quick reminder, don't forget, Jim Nance in the archives from last week. Check that out. Next week, Mike Breen, NBA play-by-play man extraordinaire right here. On the SI Media Podcast, that wraps up this edition. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next week. Take care. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 